Hello and welcome to Sharp Tech. I'm Andrew Sharp and this is a free preview of today's episode. Let's talk about Meta Down Under. Toby says the Australian Treasury recently released its review of the Australian Media Bargaining Code stating, quote, the review considered it reasonable to conclude that the code has been a success to date. Over 30 commercial agreements between digital platforms and a cross-section of Australian news businesses have been struck, agreements that were highly unlikely to have been made without the code. And Toby asks, do you think this is a fair analysis, or is this review more akin to a mob boss conducting a review of its operations and concluding that its continued shakedowns have been a success to date? Um, it's a good question. And I, I mean, can you give people an overview of what the Australian rules and regulations were and why they are continuing to be relevant here? Yeah, I, I think I think I think Toby had a pretty good summary. I think it is the Bob Boss saying it worked very well. I mean, the government compelled Google and Facebook to give money to publishers and they gave money to publishers. <laughs> I mean, like, like, what what do you want? I mean, I, the the the. Or I mean, of course, they would frame it in different words. Oh, there was, you know, they had to negotiate and they sort of had, you know, and, you know, they had to sign these deals and they couldn't penalize, you know, results from the publishers in, in, in results X, Y, Z. All of this is just all really what bugs me about it is it, it, it's all kind of dishonest at its root. The dishonesty comes from this idea that news entities are providing the grist that makes Google and Facebook valuable. And that's just not the case. Like Facebook showed that and they're threatening to do it again in the U S where we'll just stop serving up news articles. And guess what happens when Facebook stops serving news articles, news entities get way less money and Facebook's not affected at all. Like the, 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 the problem for these entities is not that Facebook did them wrong. It's the fundamental structure of the internet that favors discovery entities that people go to directly what i call aggregators and and newspapers that attract people directly where they go directly to them and then they can monetize that direct relationship the new york times obviously being the preeminent example but abstractory's in the same boat they do very well as well if you're if you're stuck behind if you're if you need to show up in a google news result you're already screwed like, like you're just like you're 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 a pure commodity, and turns out pure commodities don't monetize very well. You're certainly screwed today. You definitely could have made hay back around like 2010, 2011, when people were buying in on the future of digital media. Well, that's what it's no, no, no. Well, but digital media maybe because what? So the, the, this this timeline is actually very interesting because people want to blame Facebook for like the news media's decline. The news media's revenue had plummeted to like a 10th of its former level or, or maybe a 20th or even more before Facebook ever made money. Like, like, so like, like now Google's did play a role. Craigslist was actually of a, a huge, yep. you know, classified ads were, were, were a major driver of newspaper revenue, but there's this, um, did Facebook get a bunch of advertising money? Well, newspapers didn't. Yes. But does that mean that they were somehow ripping newspapers out? No, it, 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 it's conflating two things that sort of happened at the same time. If you want to say, look, we think that newspapers are important. They don't have a good business model on the internet. Uh, they should then, okay, raise taxes and give them money. 
right? Hmm. But the, the, the Australian government didn't want to do that sort of dirty work. So they basically did a tax on tech companies and gave the money to newspapers, but without actually having to get in the middle. Just basically like forcing this negotiation with all these things where, where they, they just had to sign these deals. And on one hand, it's like, okay, well, I guess, you know, what, you know, the ends justify the means, I guess, is, is an argument you could make. There's certainly questions about fairness or unfairness. Guess what entities are getting lots of money? Lots of like pre-existing entities, lots of Murdoch-owned entities, which was a major pusher for this bill. And, uh, and it's That's just interesting. <laughs> No, it's a huge angle. I wrote I wrote a whole daily update about it. Yeah, like the and so you know, there's a <laughs> I think there's a, a correlation between uh, vehemence of anti tech sentiment by Murdoch owned properties and like the passage of this bill and and, and, and b- b- before and after. Uh, you know, look, all I see is a valiant savior of journalism there fighting for truth down under and more power to him. Rupert Murdoch, Sharp Tech approves at least one half of Sharp Tech. I mean, the, well, it's interesting because in the U.S. there's a similar bill that just you know did not is not going to be passed but it was sort of talked about this week it's being bandied about and facebook came out very hard against it this past week i i it's bad hosting by me we should have framed that people in the united states want to pass a version of these australian regulations in the states and so when you talk about bargaining power can you explain to people what they're bargaining over like i from what i could tell this allows newspapers to band together and have more negotiating leverage in order to essentially subsidize their industry. But there's no negotiation. That's the thing. They're like the, 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 the whole problem with this framing of this being a negotiation is what are we negotiating over? The newspapers are putting their content on Facebook voluntarily. Like Facebook is not going out and harvesting data. No, Google is a little different because Google News does crawl the web. And it puts stuff on their site. The 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 problem is, you know, so you could argue that Google, when you get Google news results, it's because Google went out and got it. Now you can put something in your website that tells Google not to crawl your site. No one does that. Why do they not do that? Because if you don't do that and you don't show up on Google, you get less gravy traffic. train. Yeah, right. And and in Facebook, it's even more extreme because Facebook doesn't doesn't scrape anything or Facebook doesn't crawl anything. The only reason why newspaper articles are on Facebook is because either readers put them there, which seems like a good thing from a, from a newspaper perspective, or the newspaper itself put it up there because it hopes people see the links on Facebook and it goes in and visits the article. So what are we negotiating over? There's this, there's this sense that we're putting this on Facebook and you have to pay us for something we did voluntarily when you're just, an op- it, it, it's nonsensical. There's not even a debate to be had. Now, there is people put for an argument that, that Google does own, Google in particular, does own a lot of the whole ad stack across the web. And the, you know, and they favor themselves. And I think they're, they actually think that's one of the more compelling potential antitrust cases is really digging into this. And to what extent does Google favor its own ad platform? Do they harvest data from other ad platforms to get signal on, 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 on who's, who, who's what? It's a very technical, complicated sort of case. So it's, it's a hard thing to make. Uh, and so that's interesting. But that's also not really what is at question in, in this particular issue. I, I just get... The, the entire debate is founded on a false premise. 
that this that 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 any that Google or Facebook owe these entities who are willingly putting themselves on their platforms willingly. You're fighting against gravity. Like that's the that's the real issue. Now, if you want to come out and say, look, newspapers are screwed. We think they're important, so we're going to give them money. <laughs> that's sure. what I was going to ask you. That's a law. That's a that's a that's a debate we can have. But all this is based on lies, and it's really irritating. I know. I, I really enjoy how worked up you're getting over basically logic that is so misleading you find it insulting. Is that right? I mean, is that an accurate portrayal? It is insulting. It is <laughs> yeah. insulting. Okay. This idea, like, like we've seen, the, uh, I, don't, like, I, don't, I, I could go through <laughs> this great. from top I'm to bottom. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that well, in. It's okay, a long there, pause and a sigh. <laughs> Perfect. What, what, one extra point is you could make the argument, just to sort of steel man the case here, that the in Australia type approach actually does make sense in the U.S. because of the First Amendment, like you, you like getting into the U.S. government distributing money to news organizations potentially raises all sorts of issues. Ooh, uh, very so good argument. Yeah, we're gonna work around it by compelling private actors to give like money. But this idea that they're taking money, or again that there's anything to negotiate over, is ridiculous. Well, that is. Fair. And it certainly sounds ridiculous hearing you explain it. I will say for my part, I would support some sort of regulation that essentially amounts to a wealth transfer from big tech. Sure. But who decides who gets it? Right. Like That's the other thing. Like in Australia, all the big news organization gets it. You know, if I was a if I was as a checker in Australia, do I get money? Um, Who decides? Like, like, oh, well, the government decides, oh, that's not bad. We don't want the government to decide. Okay, let's outsource it to big tech to pick and choose the winners in a, in a market. <laughs> doesn't sound great either. Yeah, I mean, I just, I look at the social value of news and to the extent that the business model is more or less untenable for, for most places. Like you need a billionaire benefactor to, to operate that's uh, not, effectively. That's not true. We like, there's like, again, like there are, you hate to, you know, the New York times has obviously shown it can do well. There are, there are other entities that I think the subscriptions are a big part of this. Now there's mm-hmm. a, another question, which is, is it good to have only viable subscription supported media? Number one, that certainly introduces the sort of catering to your audience problem. But then number two, there's not stuff available to sort of, you know, normal people. Right. And local news is, is, is much harder to sustain now than it was 30 years ago when you still had classified ads and stuff like that, that people could use to support the businesses. And now it just, and all of that stuff did serve an important function in American life for like sure. 200 years. Yeah, yeah, to be clear, I'm not denying there, there's a, you're not a, anti-news a or an opportunity. Yeah. It, newspaper like, boy Ben here, you know, it's just on the other right. line, reading the that's newspaper, right. slacking off on his delivery route. Yeah. I mean, you've, you're always pro news. Yeah, I, uh, that's a good, we'll leave we'll leave the debate there. I think you could rat and for a while. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll continue to monitor things. Um, I did enjoy how feisty Facebook became the second that that legislation was mainstream for even a minute there. No, like these people, they get really mad at Facebook and no one puts two and two together. If Facebook is a huge beneficiary of news, then you should be applauding Facebook, not allowing news to post on their platform because they're hurting themselves so badly. What the problem that no one wants to actually connect the dots 
is that Facebook can kick news off their platform and, and it has no zero impact on Facebook. <laughs> no, right. no, no. Honestly, the, it makes Facebook better, you could, you could argue. The more honest argument is mine, which is that Facebook makes $10 billion in revenue per quarter, and that's fucking ridiculous. And there's not as much social value to Facebook as there is to news. So if we want to take a little piece of that revenue and transfer it to journalism. Let's do it. And society will be better off now. Okay. Authoritarian finding, answer. finding a, a legal framework for that or legislative. Yeah. Framework. I know what I want to happen. Make me, <laughs> make me a justification. All right. And that's the end of the free preview. If you'd like to subscribe and receive every episode of this show, you can do so by subscribing to Stratechery plus that'll give you access to every sharp tech episode all of our Sharp China episodes, the Dithering Podcast with Ben and John Gruber, daily analysis of the tech business from Ben, and more shows that we'll be adding in the months to come. If you'd like to become a subscriber, click the link in your show notes to get access to the entire Stratechery universe.